This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This podcast on 97.3 The Fan is brought to you by Hamul Casino, San Diego's closest casino. Real close, real friendly, real fun. The workday is coming to an end. It is 5 o'clock. I will see you all tomorrow. But Quinn and Chris are just getting started. Sports talk it is. Your hosts, Tony Quinn Jr. The Bears. The Bears. Really? Tony just chimes in quickly. No, 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 no. Wait, no, whoa, no, wait. No, no, no wait. No, 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 no. I'm saying yeah. like the Bears. Oh, you're just, oh, you're saying, just saying the Bears. The Bears. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. And Chris Ello. I would like to see a day when you are no longer thought of as snarky. All right. <laughs> <laughs> It's time to get you up to speed on all things sports. Yes! 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 With plenty of nonsense in between. Oh, look! Here comes our fearless producer! Gwen and Chris starts right now on 97.3 The Fan. Hour number two. Gwen and Chris, Tony Gwynn Jr., Chris Sello, Frank Marchese in the building, filling in for... Mr. Matt Scraby, who's a little under the weather. Got our daily gambit coming your way. But did you know that you can now listen to all your favorite team stations, shows, and even podcasts all on the Odyssey app? Download it now. Uh, Frank, you uh, are, seem to be ready to step fully in Scraby's shoes today. Is, I heard you're going to help do the daily gambit. I, I might be ready for the gambit today. So yes. I got to tell you guys, I walked in today. I, got, I, was, I was actually... The first one here today, I must say, I was pretty proud of myself. I was, too. Very proud of you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, And uh, when Frank walked in, he he walked in in full Hofstra gear. So I I assumed, I didn't ask you until now, uh, that's where you went to school? I would have gone there had, um, had I stayed on Long Island. I was telling Chris before, my grandfather was a high school football coach on Long Island, and... When the Division Four championships rolled around, we always went to Hofstra for them. So I fell in love with the school from there. He's got the Hofstra pride gear on. He loves his Hofstra he pride. He loves his Hofstra, Hofstra pride. And I, I saw that he snuck it into the Daily Gambit today. So I know we'll get to it at the bottom, but I'm really looking forward to, to hearing some passion about Hofstra because you're in full gear. I don't get this from Scraby. He didn't oh, come in in full. But of course, he'd have to come in with three or four schools on. But Yeah, he went to like every school in the country. <laughs> but uh, all right. Well, I'll hand it off to you. Let's get to the Daily Gambit. Do you like money? I think about money a lot. 
Do you like money without doing anything? Uh, duh. Winning. Do you want to make money while watching sports? I think Washington is immortal luck. Washington! Woohoo! If you answered yes, this is your segment. Just don't blame us when you lose. Nothing is ever your fault. It's your game. Take it. Gwen and Chris go through the top bets of the day in The Daily Gambit on 97.3 The Fan. All right, take it away, Frank. Yep. You get the uh, you got the board here. I think yesterday we did some futures betting. Not yes. betting, but we looked at some odds for the NBA, NHL, now, and uh, NFL championships. Today we're actually going to focus on games at hand. Well, I was going to say, I texted Scraby because this is my first time actually doing the gambit, so I wanted to make sure I did it properly, and he said to get to the future. Don't listen to him. Well, he said <laughs> to get to the <laughs> That's he a is, good point, Chris. Yeah, just he, do your own thing, man. It's, you got a better chance of it coming out good by doing your own thing. Well, he said usually we do the futures, so Boston's still favored to win the NBA Finals, right? Uh, yeah, as of yesterday. <laughs> I haven't checked today. Okay. So. Job done on that. You did that. Uh, Scrapey did also text me to uh, not have you guys bully me into like letting this segment run like twenty minutes. Oh yeah, don't listen. Don't listen to Scrapey. Okay? As mentioned, the Scrapey, do your thing. <laughs> if you listen to Scrapey, you're gonna be disappointed. No, it's gonna I get said, you in I'll, trouble, man. I love the banter doing this stuff, so we can go all night if you want. All right, all right. All right. Let's banter away. <laughs> <laughs> so first game, we go to the NBA. Uh, the Philadelphia 76ers taking on the Cleveland Cavaliers in Cleveland. Sixers come in at 12-9. and nine. Cavs are 13-8. and eight. Uh, Joel Embiid returning, as I had mentioned yesterday during the Big Five against Atlanta last time out. Donovan Mitchell for Cleveland leading the way with just a shade under 29 points per game. Cavs are favored by 3.5 in this game at home. I'll go first since nobody stepped up. And I will take the Cavaliers. They are 8-1 and one at home this year. They've been very, very good at home. Um, pedestrian on the road, 5-7. and seven. Made a West Coast trip. Kind of won some, lost some. But at home, Cleveland's been lights out. And I think they're for real. Philadelphia's still trying to find its way a little bit. I'll take Cleveland minus the 3.5-point spread. I'm going to take the 76ers. I think uh, Joel Embiid, who, who, as you mentioned, returned in his last game against Atlanta. I think he'll be big tonight. He'll have to be big because uh, Houston. I mean, excuse me, Seventy Sixers certainly aren't at full strength. They're missing two of their best players, Harden being one of them. But I, I do think they can go in and get a win against Cleveland, or at least cover. And and didn't Cleveland start the season off like they were, ten and like one? They were gangbusters. Two. Yeah. Yes. Now then they went on that West Coast trip and, and uh, they fall into thirteen tough. and eight. Yeah, yeah, that's a well, bad string for them. But at 8-1 and one at home, so they're back home. Yeah, that's, that's why true. I'm, that's why I'm picking them. We'll All see right. what happens. This one kind of surprised me. The uh, L.A. Clippers are 13-9 and nine going up against the Utah Jazz at 12-11. and 11. Uh, Clippers have won, seven, uh, have won five of their last seven games. Utah have lost their last five straight and eight of their last ten. However, Caesar Sportsbook, that uh, does not dissuade them. From having Utah favored by seven yeah, that, in this game in Utah. This seems along the lines of uh, UC Irvine by uh, our underdogs at 13. This is along those lines for me. I, 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 Especially the way the Clippers played last night. 
And that may play into this, right? It's coming off of a back-to-back. They played in Portland last night, Utah tonight. Uh, but I think seven is a bit much. I really do. Clippers are, you know, even without their big dogs, they still got a pretty solid team. I like the Clippers. Good enough to be within seven. I agree. But, I mean, it's so difficult to bet on a Clipper game because you never know who's going to play and who's not going to play. That's true. true. And I think that's one of the reasons the number is what it is because they don't expect Kawhi and maybe Paul George isn't playing. I I don't know. I don't follow the Clippers closely enough to know when they're all taking their days off. But uh, I know that the Clippers played pretty well last night without those guys. Norman Powell had a big game. The uh, former Lincoln Huge game. 22 in the fourth quarter. Yeah, I'd say that's a pretty good game. Yeah, I'd say so. 22 in the fourth quarter. Norman. Storm and Norman. And uh, none of us will have a chance to take the lead there since we all have the Clippers. Uh, next game up, final game for the NBA. Portland Trailblazers coming in at 11-10 and 10 against Tony, your Los Angeles Lakers, 7-12. and 12. Uh, Lakers started the season 2-10, and 10, but they're 5-2 and two in their last seven. Portland have lost six of their last seven. Lakers... Uh, at was it the crypto.com crypto staple center just stay yeah, I was gonna say the staple center <laughs> Lakers favored at home by five and a half hmm. over the Blazers that's tough uh did you go first last game I did I'll take uh, the Lakers I don't believe in Portland without Lillard I mean that's you you mentioned Portland started off fast that's because Lillard was playing and now they're playing terrible that's because he's not so I'll take the Lakers and they, they have to be embarrassed after blowing that game the other night to Indiana, so they've yeah. got to bounce back. Yep, I'm going to go with you. Uh, I am I like the Lakers. Portland, without Dame Dalla, um, not the same squad. Give me the Lakers. I still have a hard time trusting the Lakers after their bad start to the season and uh, after what they did in the last game. I'm taking Portland. I can't right. be mad at that. The two and tens in the rearview mirror, Frank. It's <laughs> onward and upward for the Lake Show right now. Can only hope if you're a Lakers fan. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Uh, college basketball is where we head now. Purdue uh, taking on Florida State. Purdue six and zero. Florida State one and seven going into this Ooh, game. Boy. Purdue coming off of two 15-point wins, it consecutively 15-plus point wins consecutively over Gonzaga and Duke. Mm. Florida State's only win was against Mercer. That was back on the 21st. Mm. I don't think the question is whether or not Purdue is going to lose this game. The line is 15-and-a-half for this game. Do you think they cover that? Um, I do. I watched uh, Purdue dismantle Gonzaga. And I was shocked, but if after you start to watch them play, you realize why they got some, they got some size. They play good D, physical. Certainly, like you know, you expect from a, a Big Ten team. So, uh, I do. I like Purdue in their fifteen and what is it? Fifteen and a what? Fifteen and a hook. Fifteen and a hook, baby. <laughs> yeah. And Florida State really must be bad to be one and seven. I'm trying to see who they've played. Maybe that's a bit of an explanation for their lousy start. I know Purdue's very good. They really haven't played too many good, yeah. good teams. I'm going to take Florida State uh, on the uh, on the hangover bet here. Purdue coming off the tournament win. Got sky high for Gonzaga and Duke. They do enough to win tonight, but not to cover. I'll take Florida State plus the big number at home. All right, I will be taking Purdue as well in that one. You may. 
All right, uh, you may. <laughs> two games featuring two ranked opponents, the first of which will be number 25, Ohio State, at 5-1, and one, playing number 17, Duke, in Duke. 6-2 and two is Duke's record. Uh, Ohio State's only loss is to San Diego State on the season. Meanwhile, Duke have played two, have played uh, three ranked opponents, I think, this season and lost against two of them. At the time, it was number 24, Purdue, and number six, Kansas, were their two losses. Oh, line five and a half. Five and a half. I knew I was missing something. You are missing something. <laughs> uh, I'm going to take Ohio State to win straight up. Yeah. Just because I'm rooting for them to win straight up because anything they do is going to look good for the Aztecs. And pretty impressed with Ohio State. I, I haven't seen Duke yet, so that's one of those familiarity bets, which are pretty stupid to make. But since we're just doing this for fun, I'll take Ohio State. Yeah, in this case, um, familiarity does us some good because at least we know how good Ohio State is. Otherwise, I don't think we'd, we'd be really shooting in the dark right here Yeah, with this bet. So I, I also will take Ohio State straight up. I think they can win this game. I think more importantly, they'll be within that five and a hook. Two and a half. Two, uh, two and a half. My goodness. Two ranked losses for Duke. That's not good. This uh, is the first. I, I, we, it, Coach K is not there anymore. This yeah, is this no. is this is a new era. We haven't. I feel like nobody's talking about that right now. That this is a. I mean, for how, how long had, was it for for Coach K? Hundred years. <laughs> Century. They're as long as I can remember. Yeah, this is new for them. All right, the second of the ranked games tonight: North Carolina. Uh, coming in at five and two, number eighteen in the nation, playing number ten Indiana, who come in at six and zero. Oh. UNC, one of their two losses, their most recent of their two losses, was the one hundred three to one hundred loss to Alabama in quadruple overtime. Uh, Indiana, on the other hand, has scored no less than eighty one points this season. Indiana favored by four and a half. It's at Indiana? At Indiana. Chris? Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, did you go first last I time? Think, yeah, I think you're first All this right. game. Um, I watched, the two games I watched North Carolina play, they actually lost. Right. So yeah. I, I don't know if that helps me at all right now. So we'll know what uh, happens. I'll take I'll take the Tar Heels um, to cover. Uh Going into Indiana, Indiana, I'm sure won't be easy, especially they're a good team this year. But I, I do like I saw enough out of North Carolina to think they can at least keep it within five. Uh, I agree. North Carolina is going to keep it within five. I look at Indiana and who they've beaten so far this year: Moorhead State, Bethune Cookman, Xavier, Miami, Ohio, Little Rock, and Jackson State. Yeah, that's not none very of those strong. sounds like North Carolina. <laughs> so uh, I can't see giving that many points in Indiana here. I'll take North Carolina plus the five and a half. I'm going to take Indiana at home. I know you just read off their schedule, but it's it's their first real test of the season. I think they'll be up for it. All right, then. All right, uh, the last of the ranked games that actually are going to be competitive, uh, number 20, Michigan State, coming in at 5-2. and two. We'll play the Notre Dame Fighting Irish, who come in at 5-1. and one. Michigan State is coming off of a close win over Portland, 78-77. to Now, with that being a close win, it was still a win nonetheless. Notre Dame lost their first game against St. Bonaventure 
their last time out. Michigan State favored by two at Notre Dame. Uh, I'll take Michigan State. Man, the team I saw out here play Gonzaga and lose by yeah, one. Yeah. Team I saw beat Kentucky. The team I saw beat Villanova. Uh, and you talk about Portland, a close game. Portland gave North Carolina headaches. Yes, they did. Portland's pretty decent. So uh, I'll take Michigan State. Just better pedigree than Notre Dame. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm going, I'm going Michigan State as well. I saw all those same games that Chris did, and uh, this is a team that's, that's pretty good despite the top two losses. All right, now we got all the crappy games out of the way. Let's get to the starring attraction. Yeah, that's that's our fourth unanimous pick, by the way. Okay. And as you guys had alluded to, big Hofstra fan for me, and I honestly don't Hofstra. expect you to know or to really care too much about this pick. But you're pretty fired up about this, though. Oh, yes, I am. Hofstra comes in at 6-2. and two. They play George Mason, who are 3-4. and four. Hofstra has a two losses. One of their two losses is against St. Mary's. They have, however, beaten San Jose State. George Mason has lost three of their last four games, and wouldn't you know who's favored? George Mason. Mm, George They're Mason. George Mason by freaking three. That freaking is three. Insulting. <laughs> That's not Six even three, man. Two. That's a freaking three. Six and two, I understand on the road. Six and two against a team that is under 500. Don't give me any of that nonsense. And as Tony said, I am kitted out for this game. I've got my pride hat on. out. I've got my Hofstra hat on. I've got my Hofstra shirt on that doesn't fit me quite as well as it used to, but that's not my fault. <laughs> I've got my blue and yellow underwear on. This is wow. That's TMI. George Mason. <laughs> Miss me with all of this George Mason underdog nonsense, guys. Rant over. I was. I was. I. I did. I don't have access to the uh, dump button. I didn't. But think you were. I, I thought that you know we might have to hit it there for a second. Yeah, you were pushing it, Frank. No, I. I that was very. That was very. Uh, I gotta tell you, you talked about filling the shoes of Matt Scraby. That was on par with the Matt Scraby right there. That rant. That was. That was good. Very good. I would. Good. Uh, I would consider bringing you into the Hofstra locker room for a little pregame talk. <laughs> get those I'm guys in. fired up. I am in. Yeah. No doubt about it. All right. We got to get to break. We have ran a little bit long. Or no, we got to pick didn't. the game. Are you taking <laughs> oh. Hofstra? Oh, yeah. buying Frank's. Uh, yeah. I'm going to buy. How can you talk? not buy what Frank said? I know. I'm it's gonna, on in 45 minutes. Well, going Hofstra. I'll take George Mason. They went to the. <laughs> there it is. They went to the, they went to the final four 16 years ago. I'm hanging out on that. Sorry, I, was ex- I was expecting you both to go with George Mason, to be fair, no, just you, to go you, against me. You convinced me. You convinced me. All right. We got to get to break. Uh, here's some traffic. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. 
Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. Time to talk a little bit about the National Football League. 324 is the time. Chris Ello, Tony Gwynn Jr., Big Frank, all hanging out. Scrabby should be back, hopefully, uh, within the next couple of days. But uh, we uh, forge on without uh, our fearless leader. You know, losing money is no fun, but winning, now that's fun. The BetQL app uses proven data and analytics to help you make smarter bets. BetQL looks at every bet from every game. Ranks them on a scale of one to five stars. Now, those five-star bets are your best chances to cash in. That is uh, BetQL. Get started today. You can download the BetQL app or visit BetQL.com. My five-star bet was that uh, Irvine plus 13 last night. I'm going to keep talking about that because I don't get very many right. You got that one. You was on that from the beginning. I got that one. Uh, NFL News. A couple of different things. Uh, Aaron Rodgers says he's going to come back and play this weekend. I, you know, I, I know that, and I don't know that the Packers are going to, what are they going to tell him no and put Jordan Love in? <laughs> I mean. They just signed him to an extension. Yeah. So I, Aaron Rodgers is not going to do what's, he's going to do what's best for Aaron Rodgers. I know a lot of people are clamoring to have Jordan Love come in. And it is funny, Tony. Love played the fourth quarter of the game against Philadelphia the other night, threw like three good passes, and now they're ready to put him in the Hall of Fame. Yeah. It's incredible. I mean, I, I look, maybe Jordan Love will be good, but it's funny. People are so excited about things they don't know about as opposed to what they do know about. It is, it is the mystery that I don't think either of us will ever solve. We see it in baseball all the time. Yeah, we don't want to keep our own center fielder who hit 25 home runs and hit 300 but we will pay double for the other team's guy that hit 25 home runs and hit 300. <laughs> right, right. It, it just doesn't make any it, sense it to me. It never fails. But they do it all the time. Uh, that's one quick note. Wait, Ravens, you don't, you, yeah. the, 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 the thing about, first of all, if I'm Aaron Rodgers, yeah, you know what? You should do what's best for Aaron Rodgers because I promise you, the moment it is not beneficial for the ball club, they're going to do what's best for them. So that's right. You, you might as well do what you got to do. What you got? Some say, Frank, you look like you was fixing to say something. W- what Padre center fielder hit three hundred this year? I said outfielder. I did not <laughs> say center fielder. I could have swore I heard you say center fielder. Well, maybe the way one, back in the day, that one hit like one eighty-eight. I know what our center fielder hit this year. But Frank. even if it's not that right, it's it's the guy who has a baseball card full of consistency versus I don't know the young. Uh, prospect that's coming on. We see that every year. Yeah, every all year. All the time. They part with what they know, and they go with what they don't know. Um, yeah, you're right about Aaron Rodgers. He's got to do what's best for him because the Packers are going to always do what's best for them. Right. They're not going to Every think. team is going to do what's every best for him. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Lamar Jackson, uh, quadriceps injury. Yeah, I just saw this come across my... Uh, 
did not finish practice today. You know, the thing with Lamar Jackson is every week it seems like they write about some leg injury or two that he has. And then then Sunday (laughs) they start the game and he starts dancing around and nobody can tackle him. No, it looks like there was never an injury most of the time. Right. So uh, I wouldn't. I wouldn't uh, worry too much about this. It's Wednesday. If he left a Friday practice with a quad injury, I'd feel a little different. A little different. Good yeah. point. Uh, Aaron Donald's going to miss his first game ever. Really? Uh, this is his first game ever? Uh, high ankle sprain, missing a game due to injury for the first time in his NFL career. Aaron Donald will not play against the Seattle Seahawks this week. The Rams are already there, but they're headed for even worse and uh, clinching the title of the worst defending Super Bowl champion team ever. Where does their pick go? Because I feel like they don't have a pick. Uh, they don't. The uh, Lions have it ah. for Matthew Stafford. The Lions so the Lions might cash in cash nicely in there. nicely. Yeah, because uh, the Rams are going to end up with one of the worst records in the league. Uh, no Super Bowl team has ever been this bad before, Super Bowl winning team. Yeah, they, but you, they usually, without... usually they're like... They're hovering on the playoffs, right? Even yeah, right. Even if they have a bad year, they right. still at least you know go five hundred. I mean, the Rams are an absolutely awful team right now, and yeah, they don't look good. And they're even worse without Stafford and Cooper Cup. They seem to have aged really, really fast. Allen Robinson and everybody else they're without. So more bad news for the Rams. And uh, Von Miller, injured uh, star for the Buffalo Bills, says he's uh, eyeing a comeback for Week fourteen. He said, uh, I do have some lateral meniscus damage, and that's going to have to be addressed. <laughs> that sounds, that sounds I terrible. I do have some lateral <laughs> meniscus damage. He goes, but I do feel like I can play through that. These football players are freaks. Freaks of nature, I tell you. Yeah. Uh, he says he'll be back in a couple of weeks. In the meantime, Miller also shared on his podcast that free agent wide receiver Odell Beckham Jr., who is Miller's close friend, is coming to visit the Bills on Friday. Von Miller said, uh, hey, man, it ain't over till it's over. We know he's going to see the Giants, us, and the Cowboys. But I think when he comes here, I don't think he's going to leave. So we'll see. Jerry Jones may have something to say about that. Beckham is scheduled to meet with the the boys on Monday. I don't know. I don't know, Von. Von seems like a, a different character. He's, he's, you know, he's from Texas. He's a country uh, I, I could see him, you know, in, in played in Denver. I could see him enjoying being on the outskirts. But Odell has been in New York, he's been in Cleveland, and he's also been in L.A. You don't think he's going to spend I, any time in Buffalo? I don't, I don't think he's going to. I don't think he's going to do it. Don't think that's the fit, huh? All right. I, I can see the Cowboys. It's in a dome. It's warm. You got to worry about. Oh, Snow. man. No good point about Buffalo, man. Oof. And it's getting into December. It's getting into the, I mean, it's not getting you, any warmer. You've missed there. all the warm portion of the season at this point. Yeah. And you got a you got a knee that you're coming out. I don't know. I'd, I'd rather be warm. I would too. And I, it's funny that you say that right now because it is icicles in the studio. <laughs> 64 degrees. I don't know who set the studio. temperature in here, but it all is. All I can say is that yesterday, my man Frank turned on the fan during the show. So clearly, he must have had something to do with this setting. No, um, I have absolutely Frank, nothing. It just no, so happened we came in in 64 I degrees. Have nothing to do I with have this. a long sleeve and a hoodie on right now to get through this. I have no hoodie, and I need it. <laughs> Where's Bill Belichick when you really need him? All right, we'll take a break. There's some NFL news for you when we come back. Mercedes Staples, one of the sharpshooters for the San Diego State women's basketball team, 6-1 and one start to their season. They play at UC San Diego on Thursday night. 
We will talk to uh, this uh, very good uh, scoring uh, young lady and uh, senior on the Aztec women's team when we come back on Gwen and Chris. Three thirty-seven on the clock. Tony Gwynn Jr., Chris Sello. We've got San Diego State's women's basketball off to a terrific start this season. Mercedes Staples, sharpshooter, will join us here shortly. Before we get to her, though, let's check some traffic. From the premier Kia of Carlsbad Traffic Center, part of the premier auto family, here's Kelly Tannock. Traffic is sponsored by Valvoline Instant Draft Oil Change, your 15-minute instant draft oil change. Several trouble spots we're working with now. Three-vehicle accident northbound 15 before Adams Avenue. It's over to the right shoulder. Also westbound side of the 52 near Magnolia. We have reports of a stalled vehicle partially in the fast lane. And on the southbound 15 in the North County, just past Auto Park Way, there is a collision. Uh, looks like this vehicle hit the center divide. Stop by any of the 30 San Diego Valvoline Instant Drive the Oil Change Centers. You don't have to get out of your car, and it usually only takes 15 minutes or less. Visit SoCalOilChange.com for discounts and locations nearest you. Valvoline Oil Change Centers are open seven days a week. And Kelly Danik with Gwyn and Chris, San Diego's number one sports station, 97.3 The Fan. And as Tony mentioned, uh, the Aztec women's basketball team off to its uh, best start in 15 years. The 6-1 and one start, best since the 07-08 season. Mercedes Staples, senior, is one of the key reasons why she joins us on the program. Mercedes, how are you doing today? I'm good. How are you guys? We are good, and uh, I think we're fortunate to get you on the program today because uh, almost every time I've ever seen her, Tony, she's shooting jump shots. <laughs> she's pretty much a nonstop work ethic player, and uh, you're off to a great start. The team's off to a great start. How's it been? I know you came back for a fifth uh, extra season that you were uh, given by the NCAA, and I imagine you're feeling it's been well worth it so far. Oh, absolutely. It's been awesome. I'm very, very grateful for that. Well, Mercedes, you guys, look at your guys' roster. You guys have 10 players averaging 15 or more uh, minutes per game. And, and, you know, when you have that kind of depth, it's not always that everybody is contributing the way this ball club seems to be having. What do you think has been uh, behind this good start with that depth? You know, we have a lot of experience. And I think that has helped us a lot. I mean, if you look, we have a lot of fifth years and grad uh, students on our roster. Um, so just like all that experience coming together, we're just able to go a lot deeper. And, I mean, everyone puts in a lot of work ethic, so that helps also. So it, we're able to trust each other in that sense as well. Mercedes Staples is with us from the uh, San Diego State women's basketball team. Mercedes, uh, you talk about this 6-1 and one start and uh, – the fact that everybody's playing a bunch of minutes, uh, that means that everybody's got to sacrifice a little bit too, doesn't it? I mean, can't, it's not really star ball. You guys don't play, you know, get 25, 30 points a game for one player. They move, You guys move the ball around, everybody gets involved. How has Stacey Terry Hudson got everybody to inv- you know, you know, buy into playing for everybody else? You know, she talks about that a lot, and she brings that word sacrifice up. Um how she always mentions to, to everyone that we, everyone can start, but it's those game changers that come in and they, they're able to impact the game still. And it's not just about starting, it's about everybody as a, as a whole team just to come in and work together. And we trust one another. I mean, anyone can make the shot. It's just passing up a good shot for a better shot. What, what has it been about this season, though? Because um, Coach Terry's been, been preaching that for, for quite some time, but you guys – 
clearly have bought into it. At, at what point in this process leading up to the season could you start to see that you had the buy-in from everybody? Because I assume that although that message is being preached, it, it doesn't sell in right away. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, I think it's the things that happen in the summer and in the fall. I mean, everyone doesn't get to see it, but everyone's always in the gym. We're constantly working out. I mean, we sacrifice not going home in the summers just to keep working out and keep our bodies in shape to prepare. And if you came into our gym, you'd see everyone in there at least like 15, 30 minutes early before practice. I mean, and people don't see that very often. Um, but everybody is in. It's not just one or two players. I mean, usually you'll see one or two players on each team in. But, I mean, it's everybody. And we talked about it. I mean, as soon as we started – I mean, it took a second. Obviously, we didn't know how to play with one another. But as soon as you start seeing it happen more and more and you see uh, just the chemistry start to build a little bit more and more every day, I mean, everyone, everyone starts to buy in. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yes, he does. He does. He knows. Mercedes Staples is with us uh, from the San Diego State women's basketball team. Uh, six and one Aztecs go for their seventh victory in a row tomorrow night. They'll play at UC San Diego, a little crosstown rivalry matchup. Uh, Mercedes had a six for six game shooting from the three point arc earlier this season, but I want to talk about a game that you didn't shoot quite as well. Uh, you struggled, I think, the following game. And Tony, I'm sitting there getting ready to do my post-game show. Everybody's going, walking out of the gym. People are back in the locker room. After a tough shooting night, here came Mercedes Staples out shooting a bunch of jumpers for about 20 minutes, a half an hour. Where did you get that work ethic from? Because that's above and beyond. You know, so some of our teammates actually are struggling as well this year. And I'm fortunate enough to, you're not going to make every shot. And that's something coaches say, you're not going to make everything. But I've had a lot of teammates after every game when they're not shooting well right now, but they're great shooters. But they actually put that first. And I kind of had that shooting night. I've been doing okay, and then I had that shooting night, and I was like, gosh, I just got to go out there and do it. So I grabbed one of my teammates, and we just went out there and did it. I mean, it's just like leaders from one another. You know what I mean? Like I got it from watching someone else go and do it the previous two games before that. And I was like, I need to go out there and do the same thing. I mean, I shoot. I mean, I'm grateful that we have people who can step up. You know what I mean? We don't just have one. We don't need one score. But for my own head, it's like I need to get out there and see a couple go in so, so I can go home instead of the side and move on to the next one. <laughs> Mercedes Staples joins us here, Aztec sharpshooter uh, on the women's squad. And, you know, let's talk a little bit about your journey, Mercedes. After your freshman year, at Minnesota, you transfer here to San Diego State. This is your third year here on, on the Montezuma. And what, what brought you to San Diego State? I mean, you went to school in high school in Utah, um, and you found your way here in San Diego. How, how what, what made San Diego State a, a, an attractive place to come to, to transfer to? You know, I wasn't recruited by them um, until that transfer. So prior in high school, I, I didn't have any interest in them. Um, but it was just connections. I mean, through connections, they were able to get me to get in contact with them. And as soon as I came here, I'm very big on religion. And so mm. um, once I have a feeling, it's kind of like a gut feeling. And it's like, you go for it. And so I came here on campus and I walked in the gym. And I remember I turned to my parents and I said, this is where I'm coming. And they're like, are you sure? And I was like, mm. I'm like 99.9% .9 <laughs> sure. Obviously, I got to go home and think about it. But like, yeah, this is where I'm coming. And I didn't 
then again, I didn't get to spend a lot of time with the team. They were in season because it was a mid-year. And so I was like, I don't know. I'm just going to take the chance. And it's been the greatest blessing in my whole life. So I'm very grateful. We're glad to have you, Mercedes Staples, from the San Diego State women's basketball team. Uh, what is Coach uh, uh, Stacy Terry Hudson and the staff, what are they talking to you guys about now as you head into December in terms of keeping up this hot start? Defense. It's all defense. I mean, our offense is going to come, and we know that. Um, obviously, I told you we're we're not shooting what I think we can shoot, and and we're not even close to that. I mean, we have players who who can really shoot the ball, and you guys haven't been able to really see that yet. But I have a feeling it's coming really, really soon. But our defense is is what's keeping us in games. Um, if we can make them score less, I mean, as long as we're scoring here and there, we just can't let them score. So she's really big on helping each other on defense and just. Keeping them in the front, I'd say defense is our, is our strong suit. Aztecs have been doing a great job defensively. Uh, they've uh, allowed uh, their opponents to score only 42 points per game over that uh, six-game win streak. So yeah. Mercedes and her teammates are listening. Mercedes, uh, thanks so much for the time. Appreciate that. Appreciate you coming on the program. Looking forward to watching you play tomorrow night at uh, in La Jolla against UC San Diego. And uh, best of continued luck all season. Thank you. I appreciate it. Thanks for having me. Of course. Thank you, Mercedes. Absolutely. Mercedes Staples right there from the San Diego State Aztecs, the women's basketball team on the Premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad fan hotline. Save money the right way with Premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad. Visit them today in the Carlsbad Auto Mall Chevrolet. Find new roads. Uh, she's shooting 44% from the three-point arc this year. And uh, that's it's only, what, seven games? Yeah. But haven't you noticed that not just women's basketball, NCAA men's basketball, NBA also? Everybody. Everybody shoots the three at this incredible percentage now, Tony. It's it's not supposed to be that easy. You know, it, it and this is, I mean, it's a little bit off subject, but it, it makes you think about the impact of Steph Curry. Yeah. It really does, because that's kind of where it started. I mean, Steph Curry doesn't seem like he's that old, but he's in like his, what, 13th season? He's been doing it for He's a been long doing time. it for for quite a long time, and um, it's really changed the way the youth view the game. It used to be everybody wanted to dunk, but not everybody could physically do that. Now, a three point shot is something that most people can do and do it uh, and do it well. And it just seems like it's 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 leaked over. It, it's expanded beyond the NBA. Everybody can shoot now across the board. She's. Uh, Mercedes is what six points, six percentage points higher than her career average in terms of, yeah, of shooting a three. Right, she was thirty nine percent, I think. Now she's forty four, and I think her teammate Sophia Ramos, her old friend who's been on the show before, is also shooting over forty percent from three. Yeah, those, so I mean, those are is, knockdown shooters, right there. This is the way it goes now. If you leave somebody open from the arc, almost you should expect that they're going to make the shot. Do you, Do you remember the time when like? You shot like thirty three percent, thirty four percent from three. You were like an elite shooter. Yeah. Now, if you're shooting, not even in the, if you, you got to be in the high thirties to be considered a good shooter. I'm looking at Michael Michael Jordan because I mean he's the greatest basketball player who ever lived. I agree. But he did not have those kind of numbers no. from the three point arc. No. No. It took a long time for. Well, I don't think Jordan ever got to this level. Now. Would he be at this level if he played now? I'm going to go ahead and take a wild guess that he would. I mean, he was part of the reason why the game wasn't you know, necessarily worried about the three-pointer, right? Everybody wanted to do what he was doing, fadeaway jumpers, more, a little more 
difficult technique-wise. But yeah. Steph Curry comes along, and all of a sudden, you know, you get around, get across half court, it's going up. Michael Jordan, Michael Jordan's career, I just looked it up, career three-point shooting percentage? 33? 32.7. Yeah. They wouldn't let Michael Jordan into the league with that in this day and age. I have a feeling they would. They'd find a way to <laughs> fit him in? I have a feeling. Well, I also have a feeling that he wouldn't shoot 32.7 because everyone's shooting over 40 nowadays. Yeah. So, It'd be a better uh, You know, I had a t- who did I talk with about uh, one of the assistant coaches uh, with the Aztecs, and I said, you know, who who would – who would win out now if a game was played, you know, right now? Would it be the bad boy Pistons and the champion defensive-minded of the 90s or 80s and 90s? Or would they have any chance to stop the free-flowing offenses of today, like the Warriors so and the 76ers and, you know, all these teams, do Luka Doncic, who put up 100, you know, 40 points a game? And you're right. The answer was... It depends what rules, rules you play that's, that's, that's why it's complicated. That was the answer I got. Because if, if you're playing with these rules, no, they'd have zero shot. They would have fouled out. Three or four guys would have fouled out. Can you imagine the Pistons oh my those days playing today? They'd they, be out of the they'd game be in the ejected. first quarter. They'd be ejected in some Every cases. Every single one of them. And so, yeah. But if you're playing in the 90s rules, oh, yeah, no, they have no shot to Because you can mug teams. people. You can put, yeah. yeah, you can literally put a, a whole hand in somebody's waist and hand check them. Jordan scored 38.3 for his career. And uh, or not thirty eight point three for his career. Let me let me let me take say, that. Wow, thirty point one. I was like, I know it was high. Yeah, I didn't it was know it was high. that it high. Thirty point one for his career. But he did that while getting flattened every time he took a shot. Practically, yeah. no, it was give him too many open. It looks. was it was definitely a mental hurdle if you were going inside the paint. Like you knew you were going to get butchered going in there. Yeah, and so if you really, I mean, if if you know you. you they didn't, have, they, you didn't have a, doing they didn't even have such a thing as a flagrant foul. It Kurt, was just, Kurt Rambis got clotheslined. He got clotheslined. That'll be two shots. And it Get was just a two-shot foul. <laughs> Kevin McHale clothesline Rambis back in the mid-'80s we, we NBA were, Finals. Switch it up a little bit. We were talking off off during the commercial break about, uh, I, I think the quote was that the Mexican uh, man, uh, head coach football team was the worst Head coach in Mexico, Mexico history. Yeah, apparently uh, Mexico felt the same way. They fired him. He's out already. Yes, really. Wow. Tata Martino. Tata's been. Uh, He's out after World Cup exit. Tata has been told Tata. <laughs> that's it. That's, that's it. Yeah. Well, there was a yeah. Somebody came on uh, one of the uh, Mexico. Uh, I think it was Hercules uh, Gomez. Yeah, came on right after they exited the World Cup and. Uh, said, uh, yeah, he's the worst uh, coach in the history of Mexican soccer. He needs to go in, uh, wow, immediately. They, 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 and they he did. They informed him right after the game because in his conference, press conference, yeah. he basically was the one that broke the news. Yeah, I am the first responsible for this terrible disappointment and frustration that we have. As the person in charge, it causes a lot of sadness. I fully assume responsibility for this great failure. I only hope they'll fly him home from Qatar. He said, "Man, my he said my contract ended as soon as the referee blew the final whistle. Yeah, and there is nothing more to be done." That was it. His his words. Yeah, interesting. So Mexico not going to the knockout stage for the first time since 1990. Uh, the uh, last yeah, I guess, time, I guess that'll do it. If if you're the first first person in, in that amount of time. Right. Last time they qualified for the tournament and didn't make it was 1978. 
Mm. So he had all that on his hands. He had a lot of that. Oof. But they had a tough. They had a tough. They had a tough draw group. for sure. I mean, Argentina. That group was probably Poland? the most competitive out of all of the groups in terms of yeah, four was, teams legitimately having a shot. You got to say they did because Saudi Arabia beat Argentina. Right. So Mexico. I mean, this guy loses his job. I again, Tony. I'm telling you, the second half they needed one more goal to advance. And they came within a whisker of scoring it like seven different times. So he's going to be replaying those opportunities over and over as he walks uh, his home with his tail between his legs. Again, a- another example of how much more serious they take it in other yeah, countries. But, well, we take it pretty serious in coaching here, do we not? Soccer? College, not that. Not soccer. No, I'm, I'm specifically talking like about college soccer. football. I mean, I heard people talking about Ryan Day having to look over his shoulder for his job because he's lost two years in a row to Michigan. But even that, those are the only two losses he's had. Yeah, but that's really the sport. The only sport that we do that in in is you know football, which is our most that's our popular. Football. That's our that's our football. <laughs> I like what you did there. All right. Yeah. So you know that's uh I guess that's the first first coach to to bite the dust. He won't be the only one. I'm pretty ta-ta, sure. Tata, they say tata. <laughs> so uh, the uh, Mexico national team will have a new head coach. And as you said, Tony, he seemed like he was kind of understanding of it. He's yeah. Like, yeah, well, I didn't get the job done, and uh, so I have to go. Uh, Chris, did you go into what do they do like in baseball if they fire a, a manager on a road trip? Do they fly him home separately from the team? Do they make him fly in his own dime? What do they? Do you know what they do? I mean, <laughs> I don't know that it's ever happened. <clears throat> Excuse me, that would be very uncomfortable, would it not? They're firing the coach, but he will be the manager, but he will be riding home with, with the team from this road trip. I can think of one time it happened when the Mets fired Willie Randolph. They were in Anaheim. Okay, in the and what did he do? Walk home, I, but it was the middle of the series, though, so he yeah, probably didn't sent, stick around. No, they sent right. him. This home. is on the way home, so yeah. yeah. I, I know, I know. Ned Yost was fired the first day we got into Chicago. I'm not sh- sure, you know, if he just took a, a ride back because it was only a short trip to Milwaukee. Okay, but I know I didn't see him the rest of the time. He didn't go with us to the next spot, so. Yeah, I don't know. That'll, that'll be that'll be an awkward plane ride home for sure. Yeah. Knowing you don't have a job. All right, let's get to break. Four o'clock hour on the way. You know what that means. Chris versus the fan, 833-288-0973. Morgan and Chris on the way. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. (laughs) 